0: Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we, Eden? Mm -hmm. Jesus loves us, and His love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. (laughs) Jesus loves you, just like He made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you? Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey in battle and struggle for me, and I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast, and if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you, and it's okay to start over, isn't it, Eden? right we'll see you next time hey friends welcome to the weed seeds and beautiful things podcast i'm your host connie and i am so glad you're here i want to start today by letting you listen to a short commercial regarding something that i am super passionate about and then we'll get on to the show are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate a new child wedding or anniversary if you need a gift That will speak volumes to a friend or family member or maybe even yourself to celebrate a new addition to your family or any other memorable moments. I want to tell you about a special work that I offer. I make hand painted calligraphy watercolor keepsake name prints to celebrate the birth adoption or any other memorable moments in your life. This is also a wonderful and thoughtful option for those in your life or inner circle who have suffered from infant loss, infertility, and miscarriage. This handmade keepsake will say all that's needed for a grieving friend or loved one, allowing you to just be present. Reach out to me on the web at www.weedseedsbeautifulthings.com, where you can browse my work, set up a free consultation, and read about my heart behind these pieces. Or you can email me directly at WeedSeedsAndBeautifulThings at gmail.com. Okay, well thanks for listening to that. I do hope that if you know anyone who is in need of one of those watercolor keepsake pieces you will reach out. Let's get on with the message today. I have a special one that I want to share with you. I think it will speak to you. It sure spoke to me. So I was reading my Bible a few days ago and I was asking God to just be present in my day to help me to stay close to me. I kind of have like a habit of doing that and just kind of praying for him to help me to be aware of his presence. Anyway, after I had my quiet time and I started my day, I was getting going on things, there were different things that came up out of the blue. And I was aware that the Lord was helping me. There was a time that I knew that he was helping me to be calm with my daughter. And there was another um, time where I knew he was helping me to have the courage to stop procrastinating on something that I kept putting off and to actually sit down and get it done. There was just a number of things that that came about that morning and into that afternoon that I was just aware of the Lord being right beside me. So that evening, I was getting the girls ready for bed. And after I had accomplished that, I got in my bed where I normally sit and do my watercolor. And yes, I watercolor in bed. It's great. If you haven't tried it and you are an artsy person, you're really missing out. But anyway, so I got in my bed, got all my watercolor stuff out. I turned on my praise music and I was just sitting there kind of getting in what I call the zone. And I started praying and the initial thought that I had about that day and being aware of the presence of God was, and I remember saying this to the Lord, thank you, God, for answering my prayer and for being present and helping me. And it was like immediately the Spirit showed me that what I was essentially believing was that God showed up because I prayed. And I got to thinking about that and I asked myself, because this is just how I do when you're an introspective, highly sensitive person, you have a lot of conversations with yourself. And I said, Connie, do you really believe that if you didn't pray, that the Lord wouldn't have been there? And I thought, no, I, I don't. I don't. That's not right. And so then I went a little bit deeper, and I thought, okay, well, I think I'm onto something because my initial thought was that thank you, God, for answering my prayer, for being present and helping me. But if I'm, if I'm not saying that, I think that. God showed up because I prayed, then do I believe that he was there all along? And then if so, how did my prayer really impact the Lord being there and present and helping me? And so I got to thinking about all of that. And what I realized is that my initial belief was that the Lord showed up because I prayed. And then I was able to see that that, of course, isn't correct, that the Lord always there. He's always helping me even when I'm unaware. So then I said, okay, so God, if you're always there, then what is my prayer accomplishing? And the Lord showed me that my prayer allowed me to participate in a visual spiritual awareness of his constant unremoved presence in my life. So my prayer was more for me than it was for God. Because Scripture shows us some very, very clear characteristics about God. I'm going to read from three different passages. It's just several verses. The first one is Ephesians 1, verses 18 and 19. And of course, I'm reading from the wordy, amplified, classic version of the Bible. And it says, By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light, so you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you, and how rich in his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones, and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. What this verse lets us know is that we need to have the eyes of our heart flooded with light, that our heart has a spiritual ability to see. And that spiritual ability to see is given to us by the Holy spirit. And so Every moment of every day, God is very near to all of his children. And by his children, of course, I'm referring to believers. But we don't have to participate in that closeness. So when I was praying, my initial thought was that I was asking the Lord to come and to be present. Well, that was kind of silly because he is present. He's always present. So without realizing it, the Lord showed me that I was praying for myself to participate for the eyes of my heart to be aware of his presence. This is a big deal because what this shows us is that there is a level of participation that we need to be showing up in our relationship with the Lord to take full advantage of what he's doing. And when we do that, we get the privilege of seeing how he's coming through for us in the mundane moments of every day. There have been a lot of things in my life that I've been convinced that the Lord has done for me, not because they matter eternally or they're a big deal to anybody else, but because they matter to me and something my mom has taught me to do is to ask God for things sometimes just to be nice. Here's a, for instance, when we lived in Oklahoma City, May would come around every year and we would have a very terrible season of thunderstorms and tornadoes. And if we weren't getting rain, we would be getting a lot of wind. And one year in particular, I had a really, really beautiful, amazing sunflower garden. Now, these were the very, very huge, tall, eight foot tall uh, sunflowers. And I had several hundred of them that I got to grow in my garden from seeds. And it was just one of the most beautiful sites, you know, you can imagine for a little backyard garden. And it was maybe about an eight by 12 plot of ground, just filled stem to stern with these gorgeous sunflowers. And there was a storm that was coming And I remember standing in my kitchen and specifically asking God, I said, Lord, these flowers, they don't matter to anyone else but me, and they certainly don't matter to the kingdom. But if you could, just to be nice, please let them survive the storm. The storm came and it was very terrible. I believe that there were 40 to 60 mile an hour winds, there was some hail, and there was a boatload of heavy pouring rain. And I kid you not, I woke up the next morning and there were a lot of tree limbs down in our yard and a lot of just kind of, you know, things that were flooded Pots that had been flooded and things that had been waterlogged. And you could just see that the storm had taken a toll. There were different things on the porch that had been removed, like some wreaths and and stuff that had been blown over. But out in the backyard, this very fragile garden of sunflowers looked like there had been no such storm. That's something I've held on to. There there have been many other things that have been like that. The point that I want to get across, that's the level of intimacy and involvement that the Lord has in each one of his children's lives every day. The problem is not that the Lord is present and working and cares and is tender towards us. Tender, friends, he's tender. Even when we make mistakes, he's tender. His hand is to redeem The rod of correction is to restore. And he certainly cares about the things that we care about. And so this prayer that I prayed that morning, I'm so glad that the Lord showed me the error of my belief that somehow my prayer was causing God to show up. My prayer was causing me to be able to see the presence of God that was already there. I want to read you another passage. It's uh, in James, James 1, verses 17 and 18. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light, in whom there can be no variation, no shadow cast by his turning. This is good news for us. We change. We get hardened. We enter into sin. We enter into doubt, depression, fear. Jesus doesn't change. Jesus is constant. Jesus is working behind the scenes even when our eyes are burning with tears. We can trust that every good gift is from him and that he loves us. And I want to finish this episode up by reading you one more verse from one of my favorite books of the Bible. I think you'll find it kind of odd, but it's Deuteronomy. If you know me any at all, it may not seem very odd because I'm an oddball. Deuteronomy 31.6 says this, be strong, be courageous, be firm. Fear not, nor be in terror before them. For it is the Lord, your God, who goes with you. He will not fail you. He will not leave you and he will not forsake you. I want to call to attention the different meanings of these words. It says that the Lord will not leave you and he will not forsake you. Leaving is this emphasis of just walking away from someone out of maybe frustration, irritation, whatever it may be. They just walk away. But to be forsaken by someone, that takes a whole nother meaning. Now, yes, it is the same in the sense that it's leaving someone, but to be forsaken the the dictionary describes this as something, two, two words stick, stood out to me that describe and are used to describe what forsaken means. One of them is to maroon, and that means to put ashore on a desolate island and leave to one's fate, to place in isolation without hope of escape. So to be forsaken has this connotation of leaving you alone to die leaving you without hope. If someone just leaves you, it's not good. It's, it's very painful, but to be left knowing that someone will die, that's like a mother, not just walking away from a child that could go out and get a job and, and possibly survive. There's trauma in that, but for a mother to leave an infant, knowing There's no hope of escape that it is utterly dependent on the goodness of that parent, the involvement of that parent, the caretaking of that parent that's being forsaken. And that's a whole nother level of being left. And the same word for forsake in scripture refers to the definition of the desert, something that is desolate, an area that is devoid of life. The Lord does not leave us and he does not forsake us because he not only won't traumatize us by getting irritated with our humanity, but he also will never put us in a position where we are left without escape or without hope. The God that we serve is a good God. And I am thankful that half the time I pray That it's more for me to be able to enter into what he is already doing. So friends, prayer is important because yes, God hears it and it affects everything that goes on. There is power in prayer, but a lot of time it gives us clarity and wisdom to see how we can participate with what God is already doing in our lives. I hope that this episode blessed you. I hope that you will join me by clicking the like and subscribe button to the podcast. Leave me a review. Share this episode with your family and friends. Do all the things my small business slash ministry greatly benefits from any support that you are able to give, especially the support of prayer. I love and value all of my listeners, and I look forward to seeing you next time on the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast.